We don't do that anymore. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of Godcast, that place that's throwing it back, enjoying all of the good things of yesteryear, but still at the cutting edge, defining all of the trends, fads, cultural shifts for tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God uh, for the next few minutes. But my name is Tony T. I am your humble host, and I'm not going to be doing it by myself. Sitting across the table from me, often imitated, but never successfully duplicated, not even in a Wuhan China lab. Would you please welcome the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. You know, you know, I went into one of those labs recently. A Wuhan lab? No, no, no. One of those labs where they tried to clone me. Did they? Yeah, it was like that scene in Alien Resurrection where I saw all the little messed up versions of me. Mm. I was hoping more for like a multiplicity Michael Keaton sort of thing where there um, was a bunch of copies of you, but each one was just like a little dumber or mo- emotionally unstable oh than no, the last. That's the lab in, in uh, Idaho. <laughs> the Idaho lab. Mm, yeah. Mm, the Idaho well, lab. Well, they tried to make me out of potatoes. <laughs> I, mm. I assumed you were made of potatoes. <laughs> How do you know I'm not? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What are you looking at, you hockey puck? Uh, <laughs> I've called you Mr. Potato Head. Uh, yes, you did. For years. All <laughs> uh, right. Uh, sitting across the table from me, he is one of the best guys you'll ever meet until you're on the wrong end of a PvP match with him. Probably playing Pokemon on his phone right now. Would you give it up for your friend and mine, John? Jamaican Ali. Wagwan Mirasta. Nothing much, brother. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> A man of few words. Less talk, more action, Oliver. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, rounding out our panel tonight, uh, she is the star of stage and screen, loved by children and animals, and nobody knows how she got past security. Would you please welcome the notorious JCC, Julia Cameron Galazzo. Why, hello there, everybody. How well, are you? You are uh, uh, unnecessarily perky and speaking in a hypnotic rhythmic cadence. It, it Here's like- the thing. I am very much unconscious right now, so I'm trying my best to just like... Overcompensate. The way you did that was like it was like a late '80s hip hop song. So I was gonna say it's like one of those TikTok things that should be having like "Can't Touch Us." Well, I am Julia, and I'm here to <laughs> say, Julia, I love uh, yeah, those. yeah. But how come they're all about like tragic personal stories? I guess that's the. My dog why. died yesterday <laughs> in a car accident. One time in the fourth grade, I accidentally called the teacher mom. <laughs> <laughs> Two extremes of the, of the trend. And then my dog died. Oh, there you go. Did I ever tell you the story about the time that my teacher's cat died? I was a monster whoa. in high school. I was a monster. <gasps> whoa, 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 where did, did is you this going? Kill this cat? I didn't kill the cat. Okay, good. Uh, but this was a very mean teacher. Her, I don't want to say her name, but her name, if you were to speak her name, you would have to make the face. It's like a pinched together lemon juice face. That you, that was what she had all the time. She was just so mean unnecessarily. Welch. It was basically like that, right? <laughs> and uh, I, I had her class right after lunch. And, I, you know, I was a social kid. And for me, I, I enjoyed talking. I enjoyed an opportunity to make jokes. I enjoyed a time. You know, the class was my stage. And uh, she didn't care for that. She just oh. wanted to teach us geometry. Oh. She just wanted to do her job. She just wanted to do her job. What's well, wrong with her? What's wrong with her? Well, <laughs> her cat died. 
and I didn't have a full appreciation. You guys are going to think way less of me right now, and I'm sorry. But this, this was me. It wasn't before Jesus, but it was like barely after Jesus. So I hadn't quite experienced full-on sanctification yet. Mm. Her cat died, and and me and this kid in, in, in our class, who I'm still Facebook friends with this kid. His name is Joe. And uh, Joe and I, we were separated. She separated us for talking. So now Joe was on one side of the class, and I was on the other side of the class, which only made what we did more stereophonically painful uh. because her cat <laughs> her cat w- died. We don't know how it died, but I somehow, you know, the rumor mill, let's believe that it was hit by a vehicle. I don't know that that's true or if that was just the only way we could assume that cats would die. So <laughs> while she had her back turned to the board, I went, uh, I, I went, <laughs> and Joe went, <gasps> and she cried. And she ran out of the room. And I'm a monster. Oh, wow. So. And now you're our pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I, Neff, I know. I know. His face is like what I, so shook. I'm most, halfway through the story, I realized how embarrassed I am to tell this while Oliver still has his animal hospital, his scrubs on from the animal hospital. And now I'm like, oh, I, I really am a monster. You know what? Uh, someone came in with a uh, kitten today um, come on come you, on don't you, do this to me ollie you no, no, no. may need to redeem yourself by uh adopting this adopting a cat yeah <gasps> wait i see it we should do it tony is, or you can kill my cat <laughs> <laughs> this is whoa what what's going on with your what? cat go deeper <laughs> <laughs> this is, i have i have two little chubby angels on my shoulder one is ollie <laughs> one is nap adopt a kitten kill a cat <laughs> <laughs> well, if it, if it makes Do you feel any better, better. Do but, it. but hear me out. The okay. cat looks like Hitler. Oh, wait, oh, looks like Hitler? Yeah. Yeah, it has a mustache. Oh, okay. If you go back in time and this kill my like cat, the, it looks like Hitler. This is you? the graphic novel Mouse is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why have an or when you can have an and? Okay, I'll adopt mm. your cat. I'll kill your cat. And then I'll give you the adopted cat. <gasps> That's actually perfect. It's the circle <laughs> of life. <laughs> Uh, over in the booth, <laughs> pushing all of the buttons that keep this bucket of bolts flying and probably texting his wife about what monsters we are. He is a proud cat owner. Would you please welcome our resident smart guy, Nick, the engineer. Sorry, Nick. Hello. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> How fond are you of your cat, Nick? Not, not that I'm like offering to do anything to it. Just He's okay. Okay. All right. Could go either way. That's what I'm hearing. Um, don't, don't don't ask me that at like three o'clock in the morning when he's jumping on top of me. Oh. <laughs> oh. I uh, half the room said ah, half the room laughed. I don't like cats, but I don't hate them enough to hurt them. Okay. I yeah. just no, I need yeah. you know. I would. Well, in fact, one time when I was a, a teenager, when I first started driving. A, a cat ran out in front of me while I was driving, and like I tried to stop. Man, I don't know what. Like I tried to stop, and I I I felt the car hit the cat but then the cat got up and ran off but like i felt so sick i was like i'm gonna throw up right now like it was just an awful feeling an awful feeling and somebody said oh but the cat lived and then somebody else was like that cat probably just ran off to die in the bushes and i don't know like i just felt terrible like i was like crying about it like it was awful i don't want bad things to happen to any animals except for cockroaches and yeah. fire ants. And mosquitoes. Yeah. They can die. And mosquitoes. And, and they, flies. They can go straight to the pits of shield. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> all of us yeah. are worried. <laughs> all of us. All of us hate those animals. But God made them for a reason. I just. So I, we can hate them. So we can. 
<laughs> so we we would have a proper way <laughs> An outlet to creates to, us unity. Uh, so I'm sure you're all disappointed in us very much. And if you have questions, problems, concerns, <laughs> or complaints. The best way for you to uh, engage that is to f- trek with us across the internet. Guys, where can they find us on the interwebs? Wherever there's people online who love Jesus and nerdy stuff, the Nerd of Godcast is there. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. Become a supporter of this ministry at patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. You also can subscribe to our daily nerd devos on your favorite podcast app or on your Alexa. Finally, join our online small group, the Nerd of God Squad, on Facebook by going to nogsquad.com. The Nerd of God Squad. Share some memes and live your dreams. Well done, you guys. And now... I got a question for you. Character from a movie or a video game, a famous flying ace from somewhere deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're gonna play a game called If We Were. If We Were is a question that I have for you guys, submitted by one of our Patreon family and contributor to our uh, daily nerd devo sometimes, uh, Dr. Zay. <gasps> Dr. Zay, Dr. Zay, Dr. Zay. (laughs) That's the one, Dr. Zay. And uh, Dr. Zay asked a question in our If We Were Today. If we were musical instruments, what instrument would we be? And I would like to. I, I, I like to think that it would like be. They would be like orchestral instruments, so that we could all kind of like join Aww. this orchestra together. But I don't want to limit you to that. I'm just saying that's where that's where my my starting point was. But you can be any daggum instrument that you want to be. I would love to start with Nick Sadler on this. Nick, the engineer. If you were an instrument, what would you be? Hmm. Probably a piano. Why? Um, it's versatile. It can it, it fits in everywhere. Not of. if you're trying to take it with you. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, they make portable pianos. They do make portable pianos. Um, right. So maybe like a keytar then? Would that, would that work for you? That's a little too much. Okay, a little too much. A little too on point. Uh, all right, Neff, if you were a musical instrument, what would you be? Oh, it's going to be a keytar. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Really? Yeah. That's perfect for you. Guitars are amazing. Yeah. They, they, you can run around stage with them and rock out like you have a guitar, but it's a piano and you're just, but some of them have like a thousand sounds on them. You can do a little fart noise. As uh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen Bob's Burgers. I know yeah. how that works. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen television. The very same. Did you, do you remember when the game Rock Band came out with a guitar? Yeah. You, that's actually, you can use that. Uh, yeah, you know, it's I know. It's an actual MIDI controller. I, I know, I know, I have it. It's it's pretty pretty rad. It's pretty sick. It's pretty cool. Um, okay, uh, Oliver, if you were an instrument, what instrument would you be? What Right now we have a piano and a guitar in our band. We're all strings. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of two things. Either a triangle. Mm. The glockenspiel. Okay. okay. Or a cowbell. Yeah. Oliver's primary function is to let people know that dinner is done. <laughs> uh, 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 why a cowbell? Well, um, cowbell. I mean, it's a small instrument, but it lets you know it's there when it's there. It does. It's true. And I mean, I'm not a small person, but sometimes you know I can be quiet, and and people don't you know know that I'm there. But when I need to let people know that I'm there. You'll know. And after any interaction with Oliver, I feel like Christopher Walken is saying, you're going to want more Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to need, trust me on this, (laughs) Oliver's what you want. 
the I world. don't know what. I feel like my Christopher Walken turned mm-hmm. into a like a very light uh, John Travolta there. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Like, uh, Olive was like an excellent actor or something. He's really good. The uh, world's got a fever, and the only prescription is more Oliver. The only the only <laughs> prescription is more Oliver Gale. Yes. More, you're gonna want more Jamaican Ollie. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> Workshop it, Julia. If you were an instrument, what, uh, Julia? What instrument would you be? A kazoo. That's perfect. I, <laughs> yeah. You don't even need to explain that crap. I was gonna crap. say I don't need to. You I don't think. even need to explain it. We get it right away. <laughs> <laughs> was that just? Did that just come out of your mouth? Yes, it did. You are a kazoo. <laughs> just kazoo it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I like to sing. That kid's got to be be 30 now, right? (laughs) Like, honestly. I'm five years away. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we discussed how. I'm three years away. Oh, my goodness. I am 15 years away, but in the wrong direction. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) This is so uh, when I was in fourth grade, we went to go see the the orchestra as a with the school field trip. Mm -hmm. And there was and I was familiar with most of the instruments. I mean, I I knew the difference between a flute and a piccolo. I mean, you know, the, the trumpets and the tubas and the saxophones and the sousaphones and all the different things um even the big timpani drums you know boom 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 boom, 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 boom. you know like like I, I but there was an instrument that i'd never seen before and i was fascinated i was fascinated that it was part of this orchestra because i'd never i never even occurred to me that this was a thing and it was a big rectangular hanging sheet like a like a, it was a plastic metal oh, aluminum yeah 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 and as I was thinking about this question in, in anticipation of the show, I, I, I was like, what do, what do you call that thing? Like, what is it? So I looked it up, and it is called a thunder sheet. Ooh. Makes sense. It's a thunder sheet, and, and the thunder sheet is, is designed to kind of simulate different thundery sounds, different sort of the, the vibe of, uh, you know, and, and I, that was probably horrifying for anybody who's listening to this with headphones on. But uh, to me, I like the idea of being an instrument that doesn't necessarily confine itself to the traditional instrumental roles. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I, I actually looked up the uh, this woman on YouTube. Her name Hi, I'm Evelyn Glennie, and is Evelyn Glenny. These instrument demonstrations. And she, Please I'm going to fast forward a little bit, Evelyn Glenny. Wonderful ones. She's got it's this really uh, thunder sheet here. And, uh, it's not a and she goes full on like hippy dippy musician like performance artist on it. So it's this free hanging piece of, of metal. You guys can't see it. Julia can. So Evelyn Glennie is about to go ham on this thunder sheet. She's got big soft mallets. Kind of cool, right? Yeah. Now she puts one of the mallets down and she picks up uh, a more traditional drumstick. And there's that. <laughs> and what she's doing with this is almost like a dance. Now she's got a, like a, a metal brush. And now another metal brush. And she's metal brushing it, which is awful. It's an awful sound. Now what looks like a, uh, a an, okay. egg, an egg beater. It's horrific, isn't oh, it? Okay. Yep, please enjoy this. Why? Your, your fillings are now hurting. Now a small one. And she's just dragging this one across it. 
and it's creating this like haunted house kind of. Man, feel spooky season's over. What is this? Yeah, so I'm gonna stop this video there. But I thought, like, what a cool, strange, versatile instrument that's barely an instrument. That's the kind of instrument I would be. And Doctor Zay, I'd like to say it's your fault for asking. And this has been <laughs> yeah. if we were. If you were an instrument, please let us know across our social medias what instrument you would be. I want to meet the person who is a didgeridoo. Ooh. If you're a didgeridoo, I want to know you. What about the one that's like a it's like a it's like a, 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 a music box thing mm-hmm. and it's got like a stick that goes up? A you, theremin. A theremin. Those are pretty cool. <gasps> Those are so cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty Those rad. Are dope. Yeah, so I want to meet a didgeridoo person and a theremin person. Yeah. And or a, somebody named didgeridoo or somebody <laughs> named theremin. My name's theremin. Theremin didgeridoo. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. Are, are you the Lord of the Rings character? What's your middle name? Glockenspiel. <laughs> oh, I knew it. Theremin Glockenspiel didgeridoo at your service the third, the third. <laughs> obviously it'd be a family name of course. it was my father please please <laughs> i'm just uh i'm just theremin i'm just mr theremin. mr didgeridoo is my dad yes uh that that is the worst name i've ever heard that is the worst thing ever but you know what we're going to talk about right now we're going to talk about the best thing ever and we're still talking about the best vehicles ever neff I have no idea. Do you actually know who won? I do. I have no idea who won, so I'm I'm on the edge of my seat for this because this is this is the, the part of the, the contest where I start getting anxiety because mm-hmm. it literally could go either way. And this one was spicy. It's it's the Battle of the Batmobiles. Yeah, baby. Mm. The 1989 Batmobile versus the so good. Uh, Dark Knight Trilogy's Batmobile Tumbler. Yeah, baby. And uh, it wasn't a blowout, but it was a little bit. It was a little bit uh, unbalanced. A little bit bit unbalanced, more than I thought it would be. I voted first, so I have no idea what came after me. My vote was first, and I did vote for the '89 Batmobile. It was a 65 percent to 35 percent win for the 1989 Batmobile. Yeah, baby. Taking out the tumbler, which I I think that's a, a little bit of an upset. Taking out I mean, not, the trash. Not too much, obviously. The 89 <laughs> Batmobile is, is a classic all time. It it's is. garbage. It's lost. It's dead to us. The no, tum- the tumbler. The tumbler lost. Yeah. <laughs> Julia, put your head down. Okay. Uh, the, 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 I think the 89 Batmobile is, is all style. Yeah. Like the Tumblr yeah. is all performance, right? That's true. But 89 yeah. Batmobile is sleek it and is. like art deco looking. Mm-hmm. It's it, is, cool. it is pretty neat. It's Got that big jet engine in the front. <laughs> would you would you drive around if that was your car? If they if they took your current vehicle away and just gave you the 89 Batmobile, would you drive that to the grocery store and such? No. It's too small. No, it's, it's, you can't fit all the food that you can take. <laughs> that's <home>. true. <laughs> no trunk space in the Batmobile, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Okay. No. So yeah, I guess the, those those that that trilogy, that quadrilogy of Batmobiles. Eventually, they completely got rid of the canopy altogether, and it's just George Clooney sticking out of it. Yeah. I think to make it look more like the Happy Meal toy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then Robin got his own motorcycle, but you know, initially merchandising, merchandising. Right. Initially, there was enough room in there for for Batman and Vicky. Veil, but um, okay. So what? What's our, our contest this week? It is the uh, the Ghost Rider Hell Cycle Ooh. versus the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Ooh. Now this is these are two very strange looking vehicles, and I and I think depending on what you're looking for, I could see your vote going either way. Yeah, because like the DeLorean had. And this is just for DeLoreans in general, that sleek steel style look. I love it. Yeah. But then it's got like the thing on the back mm-hmm. that the sets it apart from the usual ones. Yeah. The big 
turbo engines in the back and mm-hmm. you know the fact that it can flip its wheels and hover that's pretty cool that's pretty cool and then now the hell cycle it emits flames and it can and drive chains. straight up walls and flames and chains flames baby. and chains baby <laughs> that's all ghost rider really is it's all about flames, flames and chains. chains it sounds like you know what i'm not even gonna finish that sentence <laughs> not appropriate not appropriate uh well all right so that that is the that's the thing that where can they vote for that now vote for that at the uh, nerd of god squad on facebook go to nogsquad.com n-o-g squad.com you can find all of our amazing stuff, and you can vote for who you think should be this week's best, best thing, thing ever. ever. That is that is good. You know, the, the the best thing ever is something that I hope never goes away. But I want to talk a little bit tonight uh, about things that have gone away, uh, and we're going to get right into our conversation in a few minutes. We're, we'll take a break and we'll come back with uh, with something special afterwards. But. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about things that we used to do. We've talked about stuff that has gone away before that were um, products that you can purchase or things like that. Like uh, we, we can't get Ecto Cooler anymore. Uh, we can't get, you know, the, the, the different products and stuff that we once were. We, you, you would, Stephen would have said we can't get Waffle Crisp anymore. Uh, <laughs> there, there are things that they, they've just Jello Pudding Pops, my, mm. my personal favorite. Uh, but I don't want to talk about the things that we used to have. I want to talk about the things that we used to do, mm-hmm. specifically. And um, there are so many things that were part of our culture that I've been thinking about this lately because old things are coming back. I just saw that they are making a a new Garbage Pail Kids video game. What? Yes. What? Who's that for? Apparently for Who's people for? who were video game age, people my age is who it's for. It's for okay. people that were 10 years old back in 1986 that wanted to play a, a Garbage Pail Kids game on their Nintendo because huh. it looks like it was made on the original Nintendo. Like oh, it is definitely, cool. it's definitely dated like an old school Nintendo game. You can, I think, go back and forth between a couple different Garbage Pail Kids. I have no idea what the idea of the game is except for that it is 100% arriving uh, 35 years too late. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, our friend Chris Wanzer went camping uh, last week. At, he does so many things. He does so many things. He's all about adventure and excitement. He went to uh, Fort Wilderness camping, and somebody, I guess the people were decorating their campsites for uh, spooky season for Halloween. Somebody had turned their entire campsite, I don't know if you saw this, into a blockbuster video. Whoa, that's spooky. A, an actual, like, so it was this open tent with a big sign outside that was a blockbuster. It had a kiosk. It was lit up, had the blockbuster sign on it, and inside were three walls from floor to normal ceiling height uh, filled with VHS tapes. Ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like... I remember going to Blockbuster yeah. and like do, Hollywood video. Go yeah, go in, you'd go in, you'd look at all the movies on the shelves. You could you could go in there and just entertain yourself looking at movie cases, reading the backs of the the boxes and stuff Grabbing like that. Grabbing the tub of popcorn that had the popcorn like stuck on the bottom that That's would right. pop up by itself. Yeah, the uh, Jiffy Pop. I was I was yeah. a, a child of Ollie, you remember Jiffy Pop? Did you ever do that? Yes, absolutely. What an inconvenient way to have to make popcorn. True. But it was magical. Light yeah. your stove. Light your stove. Um so I, I th- this this thought really came to my mind. I, there's a new ride at Disney World, and uh, those of you guys that don't know, I have uh, just rejoined the ranks of Walt Disney World annual pass holder. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, just uh, you used to be able to do a lot more 
for oh, the yeah. money I'm spending. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? They got you. Inflation. Inflation. You used to be able to get fast passes for free. Now you got to pay for those. You used to be able to get photo pass for free. Now you got to pay for that. A whole other episode is me complaining about Disney taking my money. <laughs> they, they didn't make me take it. I still offered it to them. I, I molded over and said, all right, you got me. But there's a, a new ride at Epcot. And it's themed on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. We love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, we do. Julia, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, <laughs> I've seen the second one. Okay, well, why didn't you see the first one? Because I went to the theaters when the second one was playing. But you know th- that although Blockbuster is no longer a thing, you can still like get movies and watch them. I don't like watching movies too much. I'd rather watch a show. So my attention span is just, you're looking at me with hatred. Shows I'm not looking at you. Hate, in the movie. This is my face of confusion. So what if I played like Guardians of the Galaxy for you, but I played it in 30 minute clips. And then like at the end of 30 minutes of the thing, it would be like play next episode and you could just play it and the movie would continue. Well, the thing I like about TV shows is that they conclude at the end of an episode. Mm. So it's like, oh, there's like a resolution. Cool. And I can jump into a new adventure. It's usually how movies work. Yeah. Mm. Just, it's just longer. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so did you not like the second one because it wasn't a TV show? No, I like the second one. I, again, I, I just saw it the one time. I don't remember it super well, but I liked hmm. I liked it. Hmm. 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 You know, they're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if that's because that's like streaming. I wonder if that's going to be more of like the TV show that Julie is looking for. Mm. 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 It's canon. It's all of us. Mm. Mm. Got Kevin Bacon. Well, there is a <laughs> ride at, uh, at at the Walt Disney World Epcot Center themed on the Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, it's a pretty impressive ride. And I felt sick for a week after getting off of it. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it is okay. it is intense. It is all intense. Right. The intense cities. It is uh, double double live gonzo. Live at um, it was it was a, a roller coaster, but there was in this big theatrical presentation. So your roller coaster car is pivoting to face the action as it happens. Like there's a part where you're circling around a planet, and you're pivoted in to face the planet as you're kind of doing the drain around the planet. Oh, and no. there's this whole space battle that's happening to you. And as you're in this indoor crazy roller coaster, your vehicle is pivoting to follow the Milano no. as it's flying through. I don't want to spoil any plot points for this thing, but it was it was pretty pretty crazy, pretty crazy ride. But one of my favorite things was in the line queue, uh, which it, the the whole theme of the ride is that it is a Zandarian exhibit that is taking place at Epcot. So the Zandarians have come to Earth and set up kind of a uh, a cultural exchange with the people of Earth, and um, that's where you are. And they're talking about the history of Xandar, and they're playing news clips of the time that uh, Ronan the Accuser tried to attack them, and the Guardians of the Galaxy saved them. So and the Nova Corps and the Nova Corps, but more the Guardians of the Galaxy. So they're interviewing some of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, in one of the clips, they talk to Star Lord, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're setting up this exhibit at Epcot," and he's excited because he's like, "I love Epcot Center. I went there when I was a kid," you know. And of course, for him, that would be early '80s, early days of Epcot. And uh, one of the things he says, he's like, "I can't wait to go there. Oh my goodness, I want to. I'm going to ride Horizons, and I'm going to go see like the Energy Dinosaurs, and, <laughs> and I can't wait to hear the Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit song. All of these things are things that have." since gone away. That's funny. That Peter Quill would have remembered from his childhood, but that are no longer a part of the Epcot experience. And well and I'm thinking they're they're at least aware enough to know that Horizons was a rad ride and it's gone. Yeah. That the universe of energy dinosaurs, which is where the Guardians of the Galaxy ride is now, you know, and and Veggie Fruit Fruit in the Kitchen Cabaret. All of these things are are now gone. I'm like, those are things that we just don't we can't do them anymore. Yeah. 
and at Epcot, it's particularly painful. I can't ride on the Maelstrom anymore because they have a Frozen ride there now. You know, there's yeah. just so many things that we once had that have, that have gone away. And uh, what do you guys remember doing that you can't do anymore? Maybe, you know, besides walking up a flight of steps without you know running out of breath. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> What's something that you used to do or enjoy that is just not available to you anymore? <laughs> um, playing on playgrounds. Well, you, I mean, the yeah. playground still exists. Is yeah, it? that's not for me anymore. Uh, why? Because I'm a fully grown adult and there yeah. are children playing there, so I can also play. Hey, hey, well, okay. But you could if the children, if there was like a, an adult swim time on a playground. I yeah. definitely would do that. That'd yeah. be dope. Hey, we have a playground at the church out back and I have the key and I will let you in and you can have you can climb and you can monkey bar and you can slide and I will not let any children near you. Does it have one yes. of those uh, spinning wheels? No, those things were that dangerous. was danger, danger. Yeah, right. But that's why they were so awesome. Like I you know, know there's I... always like the one you know, put all the kids on there and get the one big kid to stand off of it and just spin it like mad, yeah. right? And then like see who can fling off last. <laughs> Oh my goodness! All right, so that's a, that's a valid thing. I, I do. Yeah. I remember playgrounds. I remember the playground equipment that they don't let go on playgrounds anymore because they they're not safe anymore. Like what? Oh, so back in like metal know, slides. That was exactly the first thing I was going to say. Back in the eighties, apparently children's safety and comfort was not really a factor, and we had metal slides, which would on, on in best case scenario. Burn your flesh as you slid down. Yep. More likely would adhere to your flesh uh, and make you uh, 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 slide down ever so slowly and painfully. That's it from Psycho. Like, a, like, what it a sounds like. Frying, like uh, your eggs getting stuck on your frying. On your frying. Yeah. Exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. You and, hear the uh, sizzle. Meanwhile, your biscuits are burning trying to get on there because that slide <laughs> has just been sitting in the sun all day long, all day long. waiting for you to sizzle. You look at it at the wrong angle, you might get blinded. And you, what, like, there was no protection to climb. You climbed up a ladder 12 feet into the air. Yeah. Like, just one wrong move. When I, probably a wasp nest or probably two. Probably at, yes. least, at least a wasp oh nest or gosh. two. Uh, what's, what's something else, then, that you can't do from your, your childhood? Do you remember those big dome monkey bars? While well, we're still on playgrounds. It was yeah. like a dome of, yeah. like, hexagonal monkey bar climbing yeah. things. I don't feel like those are a thing anymore. They are. Yeah. I was babysitting three children, and they were like, let's go to the park. And then we went to the park, and then uh, oh, I was terrified. The whole Remember time. getting stuck in that little swirly thing that would, like, hang down from the playground? It was like a... It was like a, uh, a, a toilet? No. It was, no. Like, it was like a spiral. Yeah, a spiral. Like, it, it, like a slide? Spiral like, imagine, like, a like a, a fireman's pole, like, you know, but uh-huh. imagine it, like, looped yes, around yes. and then oh, spiral. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, like a coil. Yeah, who was that for? It's for fat kids get caught in. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm Mom. stuck. I'm stuck in the spiral. Mom, get the like, butter. Like a straw. <laughs> like I'm a hungry. straw caddy. Like I'm, yeah, I'm hungry for more butter. <laughs> well, this is where I live now. Also, with the uh, with the playgrounds, you have what could be considered the the child launcher, but is. <gasps> Normally called a teeter totter, no, a, a seesaw. Oh, a seesaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We we talked about this a few weeks ago. We did. And it's just like, well, we're, we're going to sit down here, and you're going to sit up there. Yes, That's, that is funny. It's right. a weird bench. That's all it is. <laughs> what uh, what what else? What do you what do you miss? What what has gone away? This is going to sound funny, but uh, when that, I that's perfect. When I got into car culture, um, I wanted to put those lights. Underneath my car, yeah. you know. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that uh, yeah. you could either 
just go like straight white with them or you can color match your your paint job yeah jamaican I, ollie <laughs> dub edition oh I, and i had a green <laughs> i had a green bmw with 17 inch wheels it had a, a monitor Man. and a playstation 2 in it that i know illegally could uh, play while I was driving. So when did when did Exhibit get a hold of your car? <laughs> <laughs> and I True. wanted. Wow, to, Ollie! I, I didn't know this about you. Yeah, and I wanted to add the lights, and then, but then I never did. <sighs> and then my son came along, and he ruined everything. Wait, Wait why? He said, "Dad, that's not cool." He hated the car. Anytime we put him in his car seat and put him in the car, he cried from when we left to when we arrived and took him out. That's when you say time to get rid of the kid. Uh, <laughs> Put him up for adoption. We're not out. treating him like a cat, okay? I, I think so. <laughs> I think Celia would have had a, a problem with that. That's so, fair. So we switched over to an SUV, and my life has never been the same. Aww. Man. Uh, well, you know what? You love your son, right? There's that. And that car would have been broken down by now anyway. My uncle still drives it, actually. Oh, oh Tony, why'd you have to say it? <laughs> I feel so bad right now. Did your uncle ever put the lights underneath it? No, he didn't. Spinning rims? Mm. No. Okay, just wanted. Hydraulics? No, he made me take the monitor out, and he just put in a six CD changer, which is totally obsolete now. I have a six CD changer in my car, and I love it. By the way, I can go. I got two Michael Jackson CDs in there right now, and uh, yeah, um, the soundtrack to Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, uh, Emotion FM. I got. Emotion FM. Emotion FM. Uh, Echo the Dolphin. I listen. I don't put the Echo the Dolphin CD in there. I do, but I have it. The only reason I don't is because it's the Sega CD soundtrack, and yeah. the first track is the data track. Oh, so if you accidentally yeah. play it, like if it changes the CD to that one, the first track is just like. <laughs> it's you made awful. us listen it's like, to the Thunder Sheet with like forks scraping across it, and now that that sounded like Darth Vader drinking a Thunder milk, Sheet, drinking a milkshake. <laughs> Darth Vader drinking a milkshake. Yeah, make the sound again. Make the sound again. No, no, I. Uh. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I can't. I'm I know. Because it's accurate. <laughs> this is a very good shake. <laughs> you, want, you want a vanilla shake or a chocolate shake? Dark side. Oh. That's what I want. That's what I want. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it. I couldn't do better though. I want cookies and cream. Bring it to me now. That's my my Darth Vader. Nice. Oh, it's good. It was not bad. Not bad at all. Do you want whipped cream and a cherry on top? Do I? Do it. <laughs> that's that's all I got. <laughs> Solid. There you go. All right. Uh, what what else? What what's something? Uh, what do you got over there for us, Nick? Is there anything that you remember doing? You know what? I know what it is for Nick. It's going to Radio Shack. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even have to yeah. think about it. I've been watching Young Sheldon, and uh, it's so fun to watch some of the things that you know takes place in the early '90s that he enjoyed doing. By the way, Young Sheldon is a solid show, mm-hmm. and whether yeah. whether you are on the fence or not about the Big Bang Theory, Young Sheldon is is a delight. And there's even times when they'll draw uh, kind of like lines back to the Big Bang Theory, and even when they do that, I find myself enjoying those moments with fondness. But he does love going to uh, to the Radio Shack. Um, uh. In that same vein, like going to stores, uh, I miss Toys R Us. I do miss Toys R it's Us. It's coming back in Macy's. Oh, as like a side, as like a little side thing, which is cool. But like going to a store that was, I mean, Fao Schwartz. 
FAO Schwartz was rad. Going to that? a, it was a toy store. It's still, it, 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 they got, I think they got bought by Toys R Us. Oh. But FAO Schwartz was a big, like, premier world destination toy store in New York. And they had one here at Point Orlando. And yeah. it was amazing. Big teddy bear in front of it or something. Huge. Like they had a, they had a, a one to one scale X Wing hanging upside down in yeah, the lobby. It's where they, they had the piano from Big Bear. Didn't they have, like, a Lego replica of uh, AT or something like that I, at one I point? I don't recall that, but, uh, yeah. The, but. The, Toy stores in general. Just a store, dedic- a giant warehouse-sized store. Of just toys. Dedicated to toys. And being a little kid and just running around the aisles and saying, oh my gosh, I can't afford any of this, but I want it. <laughs> I was at Target today looking for toys. for It's my nephew's birthday on Sunday, and I was looking up up and down the toy. That's why I was there. I promise I don't go to the toy aisle unless it's uh, definitely. He I wants go- wrestling action <laughs> figures. We get it, Tony. Yeah, I get it. Uh, and they have like uh, like basically two aisles of action figures. When Toys R Us was like a whole quarter of the store was all toys, action figures, things that boys wanted to play. And now it's like yes. you got one aisle at Target, you got one aisle at Walmart. That's basically what you got. And it's it is a, it's a sad day. And because of that, toys have become very bland and homogenized and, and uninteresting. Uh, but everybody buys their stuff at Walmart, Target, or, or, or Amazon. Yeah. And you don't have that experience. When I was a kid, we used to get the JCPenney catalog. And it was a book. Oh, it yeah. was like Amazon, oh. but in print, right? Yes. And and we would get the catalog, and my dad would be like, okay, circle the things that you, yes. that you yep. want, right? <gasps> An experience. It's like the book fair. And that's the... Th- <gasps> oh, book the fair. fair! Holy crap, Neff! What? Why, don't, why aren't there adult book fairs? I know oh. we have bookstores. Yeah. But there should be a book fair. Yeah, and I've gone to a book fair recently because I work at a, at a middle school, and they have book fairs. It's not the same. That's because no. those books are for children, Neff. No, but I'm saying the book fair itself is really small. But did now. they have, like, cool erasers and stuff and stickers? And yeah, they totally did. It oh was pretty gosh. cool. I'm not going to lie. It was awesome. What's ha- oh Oliver, God. what's happening? <laughs> it's us being children no, but, at the book fair. But like, They're regressing. She's turning into characters from, like, <laughs> roly-poly-oly or something. <laughs> <laughs> they had some cool stuff. They had, like, posters and stuff still, which was really dope. Oh, my God, they had posters. Sorry. <laughs> I, listen, I, if they had a poster of a race car or a jet, if they had joke books, if they had pencil grips. And always Guinness Book of World Records and Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, if yes. it, if I, a Guinness Book of World Records was always one of my favorite ones to get. Yeah, 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 yeah. I even got the Almon- the World Almanac once. And I don't know why I would buy it. Like, I got to see who did the most pull-ups this year. Yeah, like, I, why do right? I need to get one every year? I don't know. I want to know if I believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're talking about like location-based things. What about the mall? Do you remember going to the mall as a yeah. destination of like, I'm going to the mall. I'm going to go oh eat food at the food court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to get me an Orange Julius. I'm going to get all cute mm. and like... Go to the stores with my friends. That used to be a hangout place. A hangout yeah. place. Yeah, it yeah. It wasn't, even, it wasn't even about shopping. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The, the mall that's closest to us right here uh, is like, I wouldn't hang out there unless you have security with you. I'm so it, it makes me sad, too, because I remember going there as a kid, and it was the place to it be. It was the yeah. place. Literally, the food court, um, I think there's only like one or two things there anymore. N- now there's zero. There's zero. The last mm-hmm. thing that they had there was a, uh, a Mc, place. It was McBurger? M- no, McBurger was gone. Oh. It, it was uh, Mystic Seafood. And it was a, this family, they're from Mystic, Connecticut. They came down here, opened a seafood place. I actually ate there, and it was pretty decent. Yeah. And they have subsequently closed, and there is nothing there. It was pretty happening. They had, yeah. and it was a full range. You there, was an, there was an arcade that was up there. There was an arcade. There was a, and then it got changed to like an a golfing arcade. range. Do you remember going to the arcade? Like, I would leave oh, my house yeah. to play video games. Like, if I wanted to play a great video game, I would have to leave my house with quarters. Yep. And that's an experience that doesn't exist anymore. Well, I mean, there are still arcades, but yeah. they're, they're, they're trying to recreate. 
create more than still like offering. Like, when, when I go to Dave and Buster's, when I go to a place that is an arcade experience, I'm, I'm experiencing gimmicky games. So they're either going to take like a familiar game and make it something that's like really big, like giant Pac-Man, mm. or everything else is just like an interactive thing, like it has a steering wheel or a gun attached to it. Yeah. The, uh, I guess supplementing the experiences I can't have at home. But mm. it used to be if you'd go to the arcade, you were playing great games that you couldn't get at home. And now there's nothing in the arcade that's going to be better yeah. than what I can play none at of home. The, none of the True. new games are like that. The old ones, like there are places like Arcade Monsters in Orlando. Yeah. That, that's really cool. That has the old games. Yeah. Um, but no, you're right. Like the new arcade. I remember. Do you remember going to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid? Yeah. You can't we, go. We had uh, go we had we had Showbiz Pizza. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. And the Rocket Fire Explosion. I love it, man. Anyways, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. But you remember going to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid and just playing those games and just earning. Like tickets, uh, taking taking a little cup, spent forty seven dollars on tokens, and then just I got myself a spider ring, a yeah. tootsie pop, and like a, a, a book of temporary tattoos. Yep, and then, and then you would feed the little the little tickets to the monster. And then there was a show. There was an actual live person in a the costume. Then there was a animatronic show. Wait, what do you mean a live person in a costume? Like there was a costume person dressed up as Chucky. No, that was Chucky. That was Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, Tony. That's the real Chuck E. Cheese. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Don't you tell me. That's where a kid could be a kid. Tony. I had a little fun theory for a while that Chuck E. Cheese Pizza was the same. Like, they, like the company that owned Chuck E. Cheese, this is not true, by the way, but the company that owned Chuck E. Cheese Pizza st- had a bunch of pizza, and people weren't going to Chuck E. Cheese anymore, so they had to figure out a way to open up a restaurant where yeah. they could sell crappy pizza, and they made CeCe's Pizza, and oh the, the CC and CeCe's Pizza was like Chuck E. Cheese. What? But it's not true. That'd be amazing. And now they have another mascot for CeCe's Pizza, like this little steampunk guy that's like four inches tall who flies what? around in this little flying machine and makes pizzas. because he, he invented the pizza buffet or something like that. CeCe's, like, had the, CeCe's was pretty cool, though. CeCe's had a little arcade oh, man. in the back, you know. I miss buffets. Pandemic, <laughs> I miss buffets too. The pandemic took buffets from us. Yeah, they, yeah, it did. I mean, the good ones anyway. The, the buffets that are left are like the, it's like it's like oh well, we don't have any chewing gum left except for like the crappy chewing gum that nobody wants. We have chiclets. We got. Ch- <laughs> oh, no. It's like when that when there's a hurricane coming and they've eaten all the bread. They've purchased all the bread from the bread aisle except mm-hmm. for those like bags of like Dave's Dave's rad bread or whatever. And it's like yeah. the weird bread that's like made with weird grains and pieces of like dirt and stuff. When you pick it up, pieces it falls in half. Dirt. It's, like oh it's got pieces of dirt. It's potato. Bread. It looks like somebody rolled it in the in the grass on the side of the highway. Yeah. Somebody sliced a potato, and that's how you got the bread. I love potato bread. You need to back off on no, that. No good potato bread. Um, what else? Can you, can you think of anything else? Because I, I want to shift gears on this real quick, but I don't I don't want to miss any of the the low hanging fruit here. Well, I don't I don't mean to get like too like depressing about it. Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> you're already there, friend. But <laughs> why yeah. did I laugh? Why was that my but reaction? like. It's going to be weird and very vague and open and broad, but pre-9-11 America felt like I remember it being like so much more chill. I was four years old and it was a beautiful time to be no, alive. No, but like I remember everything was like it was all pastels and shapes. <laughs> Am I wrong? It was. You're going to sit here and tell me that I'm wrong? <laughs> it was a witch, bro. <laughs> it was Happy Meals every day, you guys. He came down in Every bubble. show on the TV was were Blue's great. Clues. Every cartoon was great. It was banger after okay. banger after banger. So, okay, so how, how old were you in 2001, Neff? Uh, six years old. How old were you in 2001, Julia? You're going to make me do math? Four, probably four. Four. All right, so, so you guys were, your remembrances don't count. Oliver and I were grown adults. 
Yes. Oliver, what do you remember in this country pre 9 11? Pre 9 11. How are things different? What do you do? You miss anything? I miss being able to get on planes with a beverage. Or not having to take my shoes or my belt off, my freaking belt. You know how long? You know how, how long it takes a fat man to take his belt off? It's a couple trips around. <laughs> <It's a while. laughs> Actually, I was going to mention the airport as well. Being able to meet people at, at the, the gate. gate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then and uh, yeah, that that was a, a major thing. And now it's like. You wave by from the vehicle yeah. out front mm-hmm. and because you're not going to want to go pay for parking to go stand inside and not go through security and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my That's goodness. That's definitely one of them. Yeah, but what a, what a, different, a different world, a different planet, man. Things, things were... Um, <sighs> it just felt like... I, like I'll, I'll watch stuff about it and I'll remember things about it and I'll just remember... Like I was watching videos, um, home videos of me mm. when I was a little kid and, and uh, my parents, you know, filming and it just, everything felt so much simpler. Mm. Everything felt so like everybody didn't hate each other. Um, it was also before like the internet was like a huge, huge thing that had like, so social media wasn't really a thing. It was like super basic. So there wasn't as much like internet controversy stirring things up yeah the 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 people having internet access was not a given yeah back in that day so just everything seemed so much nicer everybody seemed nicer everything seemed i don't know it just the world was a better place before twitter came along we can just be real that's that's very true true. thank god for elon musk he's gonna bring he's gonna bring peace back to the universe good thing we use our twitter so much i was um i was thinking about church church life Mm. and the stuff, because I've been in church, I, I, I still kind of consider myself like new to church because I didn't grow up in it. But now that I think about it, like I became a Christian when I was 13. So I really did grow up in it. I just at that time, I felt like there were so many experiences that I didn't share with my peers and youth group. Like I, had, I never went to children's church as a kid. You know, I didn't know a lot of the things. So in my brain, I still feel like a, a Johnny come lately. But uh, at this point, you know, 31 years later, I'm, I'm definitely part of, a, a, I'm a lifer here. Yeah. Right? But I was thinking about stuff that we used to do in church that we don't do anymore. Oliver, you've been in this longer than I have. Do you remember anything that we used to do in church that just, it's not part of the, the culture anymore? Not, not something we do? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, growing up, I loved music and everything. And there were times when we'd have services where it was just coming to sing. My mom still, you know, she's even older in the church, of I course. I remember doing that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they call them hymn sings. Where hymn you, sings. Hymn sings. And you just go. Now you have to call them them sings or it becomes very problematic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, at my church, we would gather around the piano and sing hymns. There oh. you go. Yes. Wow. Uh, that just and just worshiping and uh, just just straight music and, and just worshiping and it was that was the whole service. In the day of a seeker sensitive church, you know, you you if somebody came in and everyone was just gathered around the piano, you would just assume that they'd canceled service. And this this is not a real service. Mm-hmm. 
That's interesting. That's interesting. Speaking of, of music, I remember the days when when sister so and so or brother so and so would come to church and they would have their cassette tape of their track and they would give it to the sound person and they would get up and they would sing a special yes. in service. Like, well, tonight I'm gonna be singing this song and this song is by Sandy Patty and they would get up there and they would do <laughs> yeah. their their thing and it was like that happened all the time. We used to always have specials. Mm-hmm. I had a guy ask me a couple weeks ago if we would uh, can we do do we have specials? Can we do specials as if if somebody has a song and boy you know what my quick reaction was nope nope we don't do that because if you're asking me i think it's safer if the answer is no (laughs) i think it's safer for all of us um but yeah we used to do that all the time julia could you just imagine coming in on sunday night and handing somebody your track and just be like i just really feel led to sing this song tonight feel led like you didn't prepare it beforehand well i don't know i you know i I think i'm asking the wrong person because i feel like julia is going to come in and just like hand me her phone she's like Here's the track. Plug it in. I'm going to sing a song. And just the Lord called me to sing "Blank Space" by Taylor Swift. <laughs> dun, dun. Um, there used to be there used to be times when, and I, I would never experience this firsthand, but where they would just call people up. Who wants to come sing in the choir? Y'all come sing in the choir, and they would just bring people. Up. Now, some of these may not be shared by all of our listeners because some of them may be like culturally, uh, either denominationally or regionally uh, cultural. You know, they may not have done that in the old you know, white churches in Connecticut or something like that. But here in the South, they would have it where, well, how, who wants to be in the choir today? Y'all come on up. And they would just, y'all come. You have a y'all come choir. Um, and it, I, it's one of those things uh, that I, I know they do at other churches, or probably even in Orlando. But like the a mixture of the the choir wearing like robes. We used to have choir robes here. Yeah. And then like the hymnals. We used to have hymnals here too, a little bit further back than the choir robes. Yeah, but like, yeah, you'd have you'd have the thing where, and and I think some churches still do that. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten away from it, but um, yeah, oh. we'd have those hymnals in the back of the seats, and they'd mm-hmm. please, please turn. There's people in the church now; they're a little older, a little more seasoned saints, but they still know that if we're going to open up page our hymnals to pay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, page yeah. forty six, and they'll I'll say that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And they know what hymn it is based on the number of the page. My red Do you, do you remember uh, uh, songs we love to sing, the yellow one? I don't. No? Okay. <laughs> I think you and I had a very different church upbringing. Yeah. Wait, what is yeah, that, probably. Nick? So it was another hymnal book, but it was a, it was specific. So it was it was a thin paperback yellow hymnal book that it was called Songs We Love to Sing. So. I know I know the yellow, yellow Jimmy Buffett album, Songs You Know by Heart. But, uh, <laughs> similar. But. I know the Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. Oh, that's, that's true. That's true. Only, only. I know we, Yellow by Coldplay. Mm, Ollie? The, does Lemonade by Beyonce Nope. Count? Yes, no. it does. <laughs> no. Yes, it does. <laughs> Uh, so one of the things that comes up on my TikTok a lot are old clips of things from like the 80s, the satanic panic of the 80s mm. that everybody like the church. And this was before my church time where the church culture saw the devil just in everything. If you if you play Dungeons and Dragons, and I know we have we probably have a lot of people in our audience. I know that we have a lot of people that are listening right now that are avid D&D players. Yeah. We have people in our Nerd God cast family contributors. Uh, Mike Perna comes to mind. Of course, our, our boy Ryan Felton, uh, many, many others that use D&D as ministry. They use it as an outreach, as a platform to reach people. But a boy, you try to do that crap back in 1982, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, you and Gary Gygax could go straight to and that was that was not going to happen, man. It was like you just that, that is how the devil gets into your who's, rear end. Who's, he created Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, yeah, sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Inside baseball for you. Um, and and, it, and the, the idea is like they there was all these videos that they would show. There's a guy from the early 90s. I love seeing these videos, but it's a little bit embarrassing. This big guy with a mullet, and he gets up there, and he's telling you all the intricacies that the Christian parents were unaware of of Pokemon and how, like, well, Pikachu uses electricity, and if you go to the Bible, the Bible says, I saw Satan fall like a bolt of lightning, so Pikachu is clearly an acolyte of the devil. So oh that's that's why I had to burn my Pokemon card. That's a, yes, that's exactly oh, it! Burn them. Yeah, no, no, this is not a joke. Like, this is a, this was a, a thing, and I, I there's a comic book that I have, uh, a guy named Jack Chick. He wrote these little chick tracks, these little tiny... Um, gospel track comic books and you've hmm. probably seen them on the back of a toilet in a restroom or in a payphone if you were old enough to remember using payphones people would leave them all around and it'd be like this was your life and it'd be a story about a guy who died and he had to answer for all the things in his life and it would always kind of end with a gospel presentation and most of them were fairly balanced some of them were a little extreme but he did a comic book that was these guys and they went to a church and I remember the, the, the whole story of the thing was oh you're having problems in your home do your children listen to rock and roll music well they only listen to Christian rock and roll music Oh, yeah, but you don't understand. Christian rock and roll music is just as bad as the other rock and roll music because they use the same drum beats. And those are the drum beats that the voodoo people use to summon demons. So you've got to take all of your Christian rock albums and we got to go burn them. Tony, Tony, please excuse me. I have to go return some tapes. <laughs> <laughs> if you if they're tapes, they might not be returnable. I'm not sure. You <laughs> might have gone past the uh, the, the time of, of return. But, wow. like, but that was the idea. Like, honestly, what Nick is saying, like burning, we had, uh, when I first first became a christian they had a record burning at the church the little church i was at in south carolina and they were burning records and tapes and things like that sounds um, metal yeah so i did what cool, bro. To ozone layer. <laughs> yeah I, it was uh, like i yeah so pokemon cards dungeons and dragons stuff evil the, the, the buddy bad holly stuff. now i'm not saying you know oh, definitely buddy holly i'm not saying <laughs> that um that there's not merit in using discretion in the media that you consume for sure for sure for sure i'm probably more conservative than most uh, on that kind of thing but we got really really reactionary as a as a church to a lot of things that maybe we ought to have. I, there was a Christian bookstore when I first moved to Orlando. It was owned by a family in the church, and I went there, and uh, they had. I was I was wanting to buy something. I just wanted to support this this family. They owned this Bible bookstore, and they had a book called I think it was called The Devil in the Toy Box, and it had a picture of He Man on the cover. And I remember going, Wait a minute, He Man satanic? I didn't. I watch He Man all the time. I Tony didn't know. sees me. I have to go return something. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that He Man was they did. And I guess like if if at that time if 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 I was a, in a very strict Christian household and my son wanted to watch something where they have he I have the power. You know, no, the Lord has the power. That would be that might be my reaction. Mm -hmm. That that might really legitimately be my reaction. I'm not saying I'm better than you know moms and dads and pastors and grandmas and grandpas from 1982, but. Um, Maybe we're just desensitized as a people, but that's just something we used to do. We used to be more reactionary now. Good old Harry Potter book burning. Good old Harry Potter book burning. Or some marshmallows over there. But now. Don't eat them. There's, them. there's pastors that'll straight up, like, pastors will be putting on their social medias what what Potter house they are and stuff like that. It's like, that crap would not have flown back in, no. back in the day. My mom watched all of the Harry Potter movies recently, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you what owe happened? me some Pokemon cards, right? <laughs> We're talking like ni early '90s Pokemon cards or late '90s Pokemon cards, worth Gen money. One, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, the, 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 the churches used to do these uh, these hell houses. 
Yeah. The, 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 I just saw an episode not too long ago of the King of the King Hill. King of the Hill? Yeah. I just watched that same episode. <laughs> they they kind of spoofed that whole thing, you know, like we're going to walk through it. In fact, they did it on Young Sheldon, too. You walk through a room and you can see what the iniquities of sin will lead you to. It's a haunted house for Christians. It's a, it's a haunted house that's supposed to literally scare the hell out of you, right? That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the idea. Um, uh, foot washing services. Have you ever been in a foot washing service? Yes. Once. Yes. Interesting. And you were the one performing it. Oh. It was a youth service. Great. I, I still remember it. It's John 13. I mean, it's in the Bible, right? Yeah. Like, if you walked into a church for the first time <laughs> and they said, take your shoes off, we're oh. going to, it'd be like, check, please. Good thing I'm wearing my Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> not, like good for the, not good for the person that has to wash your feet. I can't prepare. <laughs> oh, uh, did I wash your feet, Neff? I believe so. Then I get to go to heaven without waiting in line. Yeah. <laughs> is, oh. is, yeah, you do. That is one of the uh, achievement unlocked. There's <laughs> yeah, probably a post-football night, too. Good Lord. Wow. I am way more Christian than I thought I was. Yeah, you are. Oh, my goodness. You're a great youth pastor. Probably a great pastor, too. Pantomimes. You're welcome to come find out. Pantomimes. <laughs> um, do, you, do you remember the like Christian drama teams when they would put the makeup on their face and do the mimes, usually to Carmen songs? Yes. Yeah. Usually to Carmen songs. Oliver, please tell me you were on a drama team and you did a pantomime. I was on a drama team. Yes! I, but I, I did not wear any makeup. I don't remember wearing makeup. Did they make you play the devil? No. I think I was God. In, you, in one. Oh, is it possible sick. that your mom has a VHS tape of any of these things happening? Follow-up question. Can I get your mom's phone number? <laughs> My mom knows someone possibly. Your brother. Primarily. Your brother. No? Had, no, no. no, no All right. No. I'm going to find that. That's, that's the only thing I'm living for now. Um, Actually, no. There may be something at my house incriminating, but you'll never, incriminating. you'll never get to Maryland. Listen, I got a, I got a box of VHS tapes at my house that I don't want anybody to see either. Um, I used to love doing those green screen videos. <laughs> yeah, you did. Like the make my own music video in front of a green screen, and uh, I did those way. Too, I have a, like way too many of those. Like like no one should have as many green screen music videos. That sounds. I've, Amazing. I've seen one and I can never speak of it. Which one? Which one did you see? I don't remember, but I remember you let us watch. You let me and Stephen watch one, and then we were never allowed to speak of it. Yeah, that's probably true. That's you're probably, speaking of it. You're well, speaking of it. You broke the one rule of Fight Club. I'm sorry, I can never speak of what was on it. That's all I can say. Um, uh, what about? Okay, so do you guys remember? Um, th- this is old school, and I know this because some people have like told me that this exists. I never have been a part of this, but churches with bus ministries. Hmm. What does that mean? Yeah. No, I, that still exists. Well, you, do you remember church bus yeah, ministry, I mean. Ollie? Actually, my dad uh, drove the church van uh, for years and years. He would wake up earlier than everybody else on Sunday morning. Uh, he'd have us call. My, my brother and I would be calling people, remember to get up. Uh, are you up? Are you dressed? Are you ready to go? Do you need a ride this, this week? And then we'd go around a certain route and pick up everybody for church who didn't have a car or access to uh, public transport and then take them to church. And then after church, take everybody back home. So we would spend hours, <laughs> out, more hours out uh, than anybody else. I think I would rather watch wash Neff's feet again. <laughs> that, that's So that's the thing, like, like that they would go into the neighborhoods and they would just come with this bus or a van and they would just pick up kids. Yeah. Like kids would just come stand out on the side of the road and get like... Like with like their a school bus, yeah. But like your parents would just send them to a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Why are mom and dad not they, going to church? I mean, they still do that. Like my that? my friend Jeff, uh, he actually runs 
uh, Saturday morning um, bus ministry. Is that the Orlando Children's Ministry? Uh, probably. That's so weird the to me. I've bus. seen the big purple bus with yeah. wings on the side. Yeah, the very same. But that's so. I I don't know that I would let my kid just get in a vehicle with someone who I didn't know and send them off to church. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for people that are creating ways for people to come to the gospel, but that just doesn't seem like something that would fly today. Mm-hmm. Like with with this this paranoid culture, the very litigious culture, like it seems like a dangerous thing for a church to even like volunteer to do. Like, oh, I, yeah. this, this is the fast pass to getting sued right here. Yeah. Yep. You get in one car accident and it's you're done. Yeah, forget that. There's so many other things. I don't want to spend too too much time kind of harping on this all all this stuff tonight. But I even remember some youth ministry things that like I don't know. Maybe there's things that that still happen, but I'm not in that world anymore. So like, do people do youth groups still do lock-ins? That never made sense to me. Oh no, I was thinking about it the other day, and and we haven't done a lock-in. Four years? Like, if you don't feel grimy and sick in the morning because you stayed up all night playing games and eating lukewarm Papa John's pizza, then what is ministry even about? Yeah, because guarantee those kids remember it. I mean, I remember the youth lock-ins, the, the New Year's Eve lock-ins yeah, yeah, yeah. were the place to be, even though I had to leave one because I got pneumonia from going to Wet n' Wild the, the day before. Hmm. But uh, I remember, like, going and doing, like, the, the duck scavenger hunt. We had the little rubber ducks around yeah, yeah, around yeah. the campus, and we the 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 lock in thing aside. Then you just made me think of something. I think there is a cultural aspect to this that that maybe I I didn't experience. This is something that's very foreign to me, whether it's denominational or like racial cultural. Uh, but like these churches that have like midnight services, like watch night services, so many churches will do uh, that that I've heard will do like, okay, it's New Year's Eve. So we're going to have a service on New Year's Eve and stay up to midnight or things like that. That's never been part of my culture. Is that still a thing that people do? I've never heard of that before. Me either. It, it may still be with like my, my parents' church uh, in Maryland. I know uh, for years we used to go and like now uh, we'll call them and we're like, are, are you going to watch night? Is it happening? And and they'll say uh, either yes or no. I mean, of course, last couple of years due to COVID and everything, uh, they didn't. But I wouldn't be surprised if this this New Year's that's where they'll I'd be. I'd be curious to see that, like, because something like that seems like it's just waiting to not come back. Like, it seems like the kind of thing that that an older generation that grew up with it is probably the only people that's holding on to it. True. But I don't see new people coming to church and going, oh. I see here in your bulletin that you're having a watch night. Let's get the kids and let's come be a part of that. I just don't see that as being something that the new generation is going to adapt and, and lock into. Was that how you feel about lock-ins? I think that lock-ins have value for, for teenagers, um, but I, 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 I'm I not doing it with any adults. Forget that crap, No, dude. no not an adult lock-in. <laughs> I'm no. just saying. Like, I, like so if, if my youth pastor said, I want to do a lock-in, I would, I would make sure that for the reasons that we mentioned before, just like with the bus ministry, you better make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's and get a mm-hmm. waiver signed and do all the things. Yep. Don't do stupid stuff because if stupid stuff's going to happen with teenagers, it's going to happen at 3 a.m. Right. Yep. Right. So like, like that's the kind of thing that you would I would not let somebody enter into casually as a leader of ministers. Um, and yeah, it, 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 it you better prove to me what the reward is if, if you want to sandwich it with that risk. 
Uh, but we used to do that kind of stuff back back in the day casually. But we used to also have ashtrays on the tables at McDonald's <laughs> back in the day casually. You used to be able to smoke it. There was a smoking and non-smoking section. On an airplane. On an airplane. On an airplane. What the crap? Where you think the smoke is going to just stay up in, you know, rows one through nine? You know, yeah, like- no, my, I remember uh, going to Red Lobster and they had a smoking and non-smoking. And it, every 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 part was, it was smoking. It was smoking. Yeah, it didn't, yeah. matter, didn't matter what section and that you poor And that poor guy who got the booth that was right against, like, Technically, you're not in smoking. It's like, I am, but I am. I can't breathe. Uh, <laughs> so is there anything from back in the day that we need to go back to more? Is there anything that used to be part of our culture, uh, church culture specifically, that that really needs to be brought back for, for 2022 and, be, and, and moving into the future now? I mean, we're at the end of 2022 um, for, for this generation. I would say communion. I yeah. mean, that's still something that it's relevant and it's something that still can be taught to the children and, and let them understand yeah. that it's it's biblical. Mm-hmm. It's something that we should be doing. It, it's a way of honoring uh, Christ's sacrifice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I remember growing up, I think we did it at least monthly. Mm-hmm. Uh, at church, and so I think that that's something that that could and should come. We are doing communion this Sunday at oh, church. That's wonderful. Excellent. I don't want you. I, I, that was already on my list of things to do. I just don't want you to think that I'm only doing it because you said that. Okay. <laughs> but if it helps, you can think that. Sure. Um, yeah, I think that's great. I think a, a focus on those spiritual covenants. I think a focus on prayer. I mean, we you know we've kind of gotten where we pray in passing, but we don't have those like in the prayer closet, like get down on your face. Like we're going to pray until heaven moves kind of prayer things anymore. We pray as part of our programming, but not as, as part of our lifestyle. Yeah. You know what we've, we've, I've seen us lose, um, since COVID happened was, um, and probably, I mean, I don't know if it has to come back, but I loved when it happened home Bible studies, yeah, people yeah. would open up their homes, and people would come together and fellowship and it's very biblical study the Bible together. Yeah, I mean, I have not seen that. I mean, uh, we at, at, here at our church we do groups, which is good. I yeah. mean, people still get together with li- with like interests and stuff like that. That's amazing. I love that. But like home ministries, like home Bible studies. I mean, I gained a lot from that from from your Bible studies that you used to do at your house, Tony. There's stuff that I, I'm learning now that I remember learning about from those Bible studies. Well, clearly, I'm amazing. So that's I'm just, I'm that's just, my takeaway. Well, you were my youth pastor. You have a lot of you have a lot of uh, stories that I could easily pull that are good. Exactly. But I, the relationships that are built yeah. through that, plus the um, the amount of learning that can come from that, is immeasurably needed is that why you text me the other night neff kind of out of, out of nowhere and and neff neff just text me i'm at i'm at the grocery store buying cheese right and neff text me he said hey can i come over and watch prince of egypt with you tonight yeah. <laughs> and i said that's what a weird question and neff said feel free to say no but also don't say no 
<laughs> so I said, okay, let's watch Prince of Egypt. Then Neff, then Neff invited eight people to come and... I invited two people. Who then invited more then people. then invited more people. Which, but and then, it was lit. And then we ended up having like a great conversation, a great talk. We invited Bye. Oliver and yeah. Oliver just straight up like ghosted us. Yeah. But uh, we had, but it turned into kind of like a Bible study. I mean, we, yeah. we were having good conversations about it and stuff. So it was that was that should have recorded it. Should have recorded it. Absolutely, <laughs> it would be great podcast content. It's always next time. What's something that we do now that needs to be the next thing we used to do? Like, what's something that's part of our culture now that we need to just sort of say, "Yep, that is not a thing we do anymore." Hell houses. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I'm doing that anymore. But I, that's fair. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, what what are the mullets and mustaches of uh, of ministry right now that that they're popular but they need to go away? Uh, oh, hmm. do I want to say what I'm going to say? I wish you would. Yeah, do it. Stir like, some controversy, Julia. So you know, gosh, it just makes me cringe a little bit. I don't think it needs to go away fully because I think there's value in like spreading the gospel on like a large scale. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I'm on Instagram and I see videos of like like these huge like well-known pastors just giving like a word but like nothing's really being said you know what i mean yeah you ever seen those videos you're like okay you're saying things you're saying really loud with a lot of conviction and you don't have any substance there yeah that is um, that is one of my hugest pet peeves why is that the clip y'all chose like that was not a clip that needed to be shared right i've even seen them where like they'll stop and they'll say a sentence and it's like that should have stopped there and then they'll start the next one and then it stops and i'm like are you even like is a bot coming up with these things is just like pulling a random clip from this message because that wasn't even well like a bridge like you shouldn't like you should have stopped in the middle yeah um i i don't like when people use words with certain volume or emphasis but they don't have any like you can't take it and apply it because it's just uh, charismatic emptiness that's the thing like when people are like we and we talked about this a few podcasts back like about like Sometimes like in mega churches or bigger churches, not all churches are like that, that are, are larger. But I don't know, just like the showiness of certain things or like, just like generally speaking, like when a church has a fog machine, I'm like, oh, okay. We have a fog machine. I know, but like when it's you- It's a stolen every- fog machine, but we have it. <laughs> but you Thanks, know what I mean? Nick, like by the way, we- you're part of this. You're an accomplice. Oh my goodness. But you know what I mean? Like when it's like, uh, it becomes kind of more theatrical. Like there's a time and a place for theatrics. I, I went to theater, went to college for theater. But like, like God doesn't need all that. He's already great. You know the, what I the mean? The show can't eclipse the substance. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean. And I think yeah. that's even why we need to have a return to maybe more biblical teaching, you know. Uh, and I'm not saying that it has to be like expository teaching, although that's the, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes someone will, and this is big churches, this is small churches too. You can take the smallest little thing and just keep yelling about it until someone feels like you brought them something of substance. And it's like, Jesus wept! Jesus wept! Jesus! Jesus wept, and it's like oh, Jesus wept. So like, you didn't say nothing, dude. Like you didn't say nothing. You said the shortest verse in the Bible. <laughs> you just said the same thing over and over again, and it ain't, ain't proved no point. Like what? It, what? Why? What is it? What difference does that make? Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm not here to criticize or judge another man's servant, but I do think that people need better biblical literacy. And that's a huge thing that needs to come back. Biblical. Uh, What's the word? Superficiality needs to go away. Yeah. You know, quotable Christianity. Quote, that's a great way to put it. Needs to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so this one's more like, it's not like a deep thing, but I think we need to all stop pretending that all hymns are good. 
<laughs> we should let some of those hymns go. They're not all bangers. And I think that in the same way that we can look back at early 2000s contemporary Christian music and say some of that is hot garbage, I think we should be able to look at some hymns. Looking at you, Michael W. Smith. Yeah, that, I, that's, you know, I'm going to be honest, that's exactly Looking for a reason, roaming through the night. No, that song that song still ministers to me. I'm so sorry. But, but we have. I, I take back everything I said, you knew Smitty. all the words. But so everybody thinks job. that hymns are like the be all end all because that's from their generation. And I get that. Yeah, you got to remember, Amazing Grace was just a rewritten bar tune, right? Yeah, that's true. No, but. Wait, wait really? I will tell you, I will tell yeah. I what? will tell you this, though. The, a lot of those. A lot of those old hymns where they where they shine is the fact that they are very based in scripture and theology. I like that. And not based in some of the songs that I listen to now and I'm going, "What child? What what pair of manatees pushing together floating volleyballs wrote this crap?" Because there's there's one song I don't, you know I don't want to tell you what it is because it might be something that that you really enjoy and Say subscribe it. to. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not here. I'm not here to handle uh, to to call out anybody that's serving the Lord and trying to do their best. But I'm just saying, just because the band charges $135 to see them in concert and sells you $40 T-shirts with their name on it, does not mean that they're serving you with anything that's that that is that has substance to it. We are paying money for an experience with something that makes us feel and look cool. You better watch out right now because I'm about to preach with something that makes us feel like we're in the room where it happens and we have traded in substantive, effective and spiritually powerful moments in the service of Christ for Instagrammable experiences that are designed to impress other people and not to have any connection with God. Jesus does not have to show up to your worship concert for you to have the same exact goosebumps, tingle, and experience that you have right now. And all you are doing is propagating somebody's bankroll and an industry that would work the same way regardless of God's interaction with it. Don't get me started on that kind of stuff. I think that needs to go away. So so I think that hymns need to maybe be brought down from their pedestal, but not discarded in for, for what we have right now, which is different than it even was 20 years ago, which is completely disposable worship songs. Do you know yeah, how long fair. we sang Shout to the Lord? <laughs> we sang Shout to the Lord for like 10 years too long, right? But because of that, the pendulum swung the other way. And now, like, I swear, if, if you've done a worship song for more than three months, it's like, why are you still doing that old song? Song. Oh my goodness. It's like, forget about it. Like, what? Like, we're always so, we're looking for the next newest thing, the skinnier jeans, the whitest sneakers, the snazziest hairstyle, and and, and we've got to have some cutting edge experience. What's Jesus's experience? What's Je- what's on Jesus's Spotify favorite playlist? Because if that's the thing that really matters, oh, come on now, I'm going to stop. <laughs> like, an- another thing that I think of um, that kind of bothers me on social media if we're kind of in that same ballpark is when people are looking you know for leaders and we all need leaders we all people that we look up to but they're looking for leaders that are like like young people like I feel like teenagers are like oh I want to follow that like like young 20 something year old pastor they might have great things to say don't get me wrong I'm not knocking them but like what happens like looking up to like your elders because they have some life experience and some like know-how that I feel like just really speaks volumes more than like than I ever could in like my 20s you know what I mean because like I don't have that 
that experience that the other people might have when they've been around for longer. I don't know. I just feel like that's lame when people are like, oh, that person's like too old to get it. It's like, no, like they got it. Like you, <laughs> they got you just, it about 20 years before you you're did. tripping. I don't mm-hmm. know. Oliver, as, as an older person, what do you think about that? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let us know what you think, uh, what you miss from the old days of church color, culture and what needs to go away from the uh, the old days. What might need to come back? We'd love to hear what you have to think about it. Connect with us all across the social medias. Um, we are going to go ahead and jump to a break real quick. We will be right back with a quick game and some more Nerd of Godcast fun. Don't touch that dial. Stay right where you are on your Nerd of Godcast. And now it's time for Silly Jokes with Julia, the part of the show where Julia comes out and tells a silly joke. Y'all, I was wondering why music was coming out of my printer. Huh. Apparently the paper was jamming. (laughs) This has been Silly Jokes with Julia. Join us next time when Julia says... You know, they always warn me not to steal kitchen utensils. Yeah. That's a whisk I'm willing to take. And we're back, and uh, before we take off for this evening, I want to take a moment to play a quick game with you guys. Who wants hey. to play a game? Me, me. me. Yeah. You kind of sing that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're, since we're talking about things that we don't have anymore... I thought that we would take you guys back in time to something that we used to have back in the day. Uh, mm. MTV used to play <laughs> music videos. <gasps> I don't know if you guys have fun fact. Yeah, when it first started, it was it was created to almost be like a radio station that played video versions of popular music songs. Like VH1, oh. exactly like VH1, only with better music. Oh. Uh, MTV did have a, a sister station, which is VH1. Which when I was a, a kid, you could always tell like, are you young or are you old? Because if you're young, <laughs> you're listening to MTV. Right. If you're old, you're listening to VH1. VH1 uh, VH1 started uh, kind of branching out into some fun and kind of experimental shows though and tonight we want to play a quick game that harkens us back to the early 90s and the days of fun on VH1 and this is a game that we like to call Pop-Up Video Pop-Up Video. I don't know if you're familiar with the idea of Pop-Up Video but what they would do is they would show popular music videos of the day and while the videos were playing little fun facts would just sort of like boop pop up on the screen and oh, tell yeah. you interesting things it was about awesome. the band or the video itself or the song, the songwriters. It was just kind of fun little fun facts yeah. about the, the video that you were watching. And tonight we're going to play a game called Pop-Up Video. In fact, it is the board game, the official oh. VH1 Music First pop-up video trivia game from probably about 20-something years ago. So oh, it's an no. old school uh, game. You may not necessarily know the answers to these, but if you don't, the people in our audience might. So we hope that you guys sure, will play sure. along. Uh, you guys are all working together on this. This is Yay. not a competitive game. Uh, so let your cultural minds and powers combine. Uh, this, the first song is Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Yeah. Sing any line from this song. Billie Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl that says that I am the one, but the kid is not my son. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, Speaking of the kid is not my son, Michael Jackson's son has the same first name as what pop star? I think so. Say say it louder, Holly? Prince. That is correct. Yeah. 
Good you job, You guys, Ollie. the circle gets the square. Great job. And when you said it, I was like, yep, that's right. Uh, from the year 1987, this song by Whitney Houston is mm-hmm. called I Want to Dance with Somebody. Sing any line from this song. I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. With who? With somebody who loves me. Oh, oh very good. Uh, great job, you guys. What bad boy did Whitney Ooh. marry in 1992? Bobby Brown. That is correct. Bobby B. Did not and go well. Whitney, I mean, I think they stayed married until she died, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, that's too kind of hot to handle. Too cold uh, You know, to I'm not here to blame. I would sooner blame Courtney Love for Kurt Cobain's death. Dang. Uh, she I did name her band Whole. Courtney Love. Yes. Yeah. I And... and uh, <laughs> I once I once accused Courtney Love of uh, of killing Kurt Cobain in a Hard Rock Cafe, and I think my waitress took it personally, and I'm pretty sure she spit in my food. Whitney Houston starred in a TV version of Cinderella with what teen pop diva? Brandy. Brandy. Brandy is correct. You guys are doing very good at this. That's a great one. I've I love never that. seen it. It's All on right. Disney Plus now. They just put it on there. Ooh, it's amazing. From 1990, the song by MC Hammer. You can't touch this. Oh, yeah. What time is it? Hammer time. There it is. <laughs> You're exactly right. Uh, what is uh, what is MC Hammer's first name? Mr. <laughs> Mr. C. Hammer, that's uh, right. Master of Ceremonies. Master. Master of Ceremonies. MC Hammer's real first name is... Somebody in the audience is screaming this right now. They know it. I Rip. Re- Rip I remember Van his last name, but I can't remember his His name. first name is Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. Stanley Burrell. You Can't Touch mm. This takes its signature riff from what Rick James song? Super Freak. It is a Super Freak. Super Freak. What was the name of MC Hammer's superhero alter ego on his Saturday morning cartoon show? There's so many things about MC Hammer right now. Hammerman. It was Hammerman. Oh, Good job. Nice. Ah. Good job. All right. This is from the category One Hit Wonders. Oh, I love that. The song is Men Without Hats. Ooh. Oh. Safety, Safety dance. dance. Sing any line from yeah. this song. Safety dance. You can dance if you want. You, you can leave the world behind. behind. No friends of mine. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to leave that card behind. <laughs> I think that's all of the safety dance I want to hear today. There you go. Okay. From 1983, the song is by the Eurythmics. Mm. It's called Sweet Dreams. Are made of these? Sing any line from this song. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to Great job, guys. Wait, wait, what's next? Can you name either of the two members of the band Eurythmics? Oh! I know one of the lead singer. Um, Personally? No, I. she sang <laughs> No More I Love Yous. Um... She sang one of the songs from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, yes, she did. Tall blonde lady. Yes. She's had many color hair. I think I think her hair red. was red when this song came out. Um. Is there a Z in her name? There is an X in her name. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox. And Dave Stewart, I guess. Ah. Um. What 90s shock rocker recorded a version of this song? 
Uh, Marilyn Manson. That is correct. From the year 1980... Oh, sorry. That is correct. From the year 1980, 1981, the song is by Joan Jett. Ooh. I love rock and roll. According to the lyrics, how much does a jukebox cost? A dime. dime. It does. It's Put another cost, dime. It only costs a dime. That's right. What is the name of Joan Jett's band? The... Oh... Joan Jett and Everyone the, listening is like, it's this. Mm-hmm. I want to say the Heartbreaker. That's not right, is it? It's not hard, is it? You're, no. you're very, you're barking up the right organ. Heart. heart. Joan Jett was in Heart, was she? No. 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 Um, Joan Jett and the Heart Transplants. Mm-hmm. That's it. Joan Jett. Ah, and, ah cool. I, I almost it. had one of those. Joan Jett uh. and the... Uh, Heart, Kevin Hart's Joan Jet. Jett and the bl- <laughs> the Black Hearts. Is Black Hearts. I knew it was heart something. All right, uh, the song is by Madonna. Oh. The name oh. of the song is Vogue. Sing any line from this. Neff is voguing. Yeah, that's for a all ha- I know. What half to do. a bonus point. I only know the dance. Sing, sing any line from this song. Oh, you can Vogue if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Come on, Vogue. That's a, there. You go. That's that's all, all right, yeah. that'll work. Let your body move to the music. Move. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, Vogue. Don't just stand there. Let's get to it. Strike a pose. There's nothing to it. All Vogue. Bah, bah, All I know bah, it's like bah, it's bah. the music that you put on when you're like doing like a model runway. Yeah. Walk. Mm. No, you do. You better work. Go, girl. Girl, you better work. work. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. What, what famous baseball player does mm. she mention in Vogue? In Vogue? In the song Vogue. Uh, Joe DiMaggio. That is the correct answer. No way. Because he was married to Marilyn Monroe. Yes, he was. And that's the only reason why she would ever mention a baseball player. <laughs> until she dated Alex Rodriguez. Like, yes. All right. We got uh, we got three more songs. That's going to be the end Lego. of our podcast. You guys are doing very, very well, I know. Well, I'm by like, should I get a will work. Here's some up top. That's like the one thing Over I know. Here. All right. They're going to get hard now. From 1996... The artist is Jewel. The uh, song is Who Will Save Your Soul. Who will save your soul? Sing any line from this song. You guys got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this video was shot in what kind of room? Indoor room. It was an indoor room. I, I need a little right more. A ballroom. Uh, well, no. A room with a ball. I mean... No. Hall of Mirrors. There are mirrors in it. Ballet studio. It was a bathroom. (laughs) So technically. (laughs) (laughs) We got it. In what state? No, we just lost Neff. (laughs) He fell to the floor. In what state did Jewel spend her formative years? Michigan. Close, but no. Uh, It actually be Wisconsin. Absolutely wrong. More wrong than Michigan, Uh, alphabetically. uh, Minnesota. You're you're closer than they are. It's not not Minnesota. Alaska. 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 Oh yeah. Which is which is as Canadian as a state gets. I think is Alaska. They're pretty much. America and Alaska. It's or American Canada. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the... What uh, am I saying? You did a good job. <laughs> good, great <Help>! job. <laughs> it's the chocolate vanilla swirl of America Canada. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Um, exactly. From 1990, we got two more left. From 1990, Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. 
You have to shave my head if you ask me to sing this song. Please shave your head and no, sing any no, line no. from this song. Nothing compares to you. Rips a picture of the Pope. <laughs> oh, that's who that is? Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah, they did that. That was bad. All right. Fight the real enemy. So, next question. <laughs> Act out what Sinead did on Saturday Night Live <laughs> that got her in trouble. <laughs> she tore up a picture of the Pope. Um, wild. And finally, who wrote the song, Nothing Compares to You? Prince. It was Prince. Prince. Very good, Jamaican Ollie. I went to go say Dolly Parton, but she wrote. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will song. always love you. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I will always love you. And finally, last last one. The band is U2. The song is I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. Sing any line. In what city was this video filmed? Dublin. No, I will give you a hint. It is in the United States. Not Dublin. Boston. No. San Francisco. No. What's the most Irish thing you can think of? Uh, Lucky Charms. <laughs> was it in a box of Lucky Charms? It was in a box of Lucky Charms. I knew Austin, it. Austin, Texas. It was in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. Makes sense. Yeah. And, um, that was my next guess. Was it? They're very Irish there. Uh-huh. And uh, what is the... Can you name two people uh, that are part of the band? YouTube. Bono. And? The Edge. You got it. Congratulations, you guys. You have just won Pop-Up Video. Hey. hey. I was like, what have we been actually? Something that should definitely come back, in my opinion, is uh, music videos, pop-up video. But, yeah. You know, I think yeah. you, with, with it, though, with the, the music that comes out today that these young people like, I don't know that I want. These young whippersnappers. These young whippersnappers. No. But I do remember getting my music video collection on DVD when I would get my uh, my. Wow, Christian music DVD collection that would have songs from Jars of Clay and DC Talk and Audio Adrenaline. So I have a VHS cassette of a set of music videos from the band Dokken. Like, legit. Okay. So, beat that. What I want to see is I want to see somebody come back out with some of those old Christian albums and do the pop-up video trivia things on there. Oh, that'd be cool. You know, let us know what happened to all those newsboys that are no longer with us. Michael Tate's verse was. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Nerd of God cast tonight. Please like, share, subscribe, follow us across all the social media platforms. Uh, if you haven't gone to patreon.com slash Nerd of God cast yet, please do so. Even a dollar a month gives you early access to episodes, uh, lots of bonus content, and we just sent out some cool, fun prizes for our uh, higher tiered volunteer donators. We love you guys, and we hope that we will see you next time on the Nerd of God cast. From all of us here, Jamaican Ollie. Good night. Quentin Gregory Neff. I miss the 90s. Julia Cameron Colazzo. Goodbye. Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home, but we can stay here. in a pineapple under the sea. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, I'm not a clown. It's a bit something you wish. Then jump on the deck and flop like a fish. Ready? Wow. You know, that was one of the cartoons that I banned in my house. Oh! <laughs>